So a deep breath in for everyone. And a slow breath out. I was thinking today, um, but that when you do a deep breath in, you should think in like you are, you know, smelling a very a good wine or a perfume or a flower. Is that type of breathing in, right? You want to do when you're really looking forward to that, right? To to that scent. Uh, and when you breathe out, it's just getting back into the universe. And with that, I welcome everyone to our mindfulness uh, podcast. Uh, Pat, what's up? Well, just to, to comment on on that. Yeah, I really like to think, you know, as I'm breathing in, I'm I'm also taking in like what's here or what I'm experiencing right mm. now. And then on that slow exhale, it's a, sort of a letting go, a grounding, connecting. Um, I think in short, just latest, greatest news. Um, September is our mindfulness month. Oh, so we have a whole kind of month dedicated to mindfulness. We have several guest speakers coming to, to present and we're just promoting more our our sessions we have fun things like day of poetry and movements and th things like that and the other i think interesting thing is i'll be coming out to dc mm -hmm. so i'll be in the states and i'll be presenting kindra at the mindful leader conference mm -hmm. at the end of september nice. so if anybody's listening to this and are in the dc area let's meet up for some <laughs> Deep breaths in and slowed breaths slow out. Breath out. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. What about you? How are you, Lele? What's up? Uh, very good. Very good. We are um, approaching the beginning of the new uh, wave of trainings, the time trainings. Um, so it's it's they're gonna start also in September, right? Uh, so we are just finishing the cohort. There are more people than last time. So I'm happy that many are like, yes, I'm going to do it. Somebody says, I'm mm -hmm. not going to do it anymore this month, maybe next year. So like, you know, we are still a group of volunteers. So, uh, but definitely there are going to be uh, several options for, for IBMers to, uh, to learn about mindfulness and practice together. And we are start thinking also a summit concept, but it's going to be as usual in October for us, right? Uh, not in September. Uh, so soon, uh, probably, maybe even with this podcast, I'm going to share the uh, the enrollment, right? So if you're listening, you can you're in IBM, you can you know, share this podcast or just click and enroll uh, to time, or actually to the kickoff as well, right? So that can tell you a bit more what it is, so that we don't mm -hmm. spend one entire podcast on it. Uh, but the enrollment. Um, you just you know put there your preferences, the preference of the day, the preference of the you know the time, and then we're gonna invite you right to the class. We're gonna form the class later on. So okay. those are the information for for all of you. And said that, I think it's time to introduce our our guest. So our guest is an IBMer, and I think you know you were already uh, with us once, Ron. So I'm very happy to welcome you again into into our podcast. So I'm talking about Ron Francis. Um, that um, you know shares with us the you know not only the beauty of mindfulness but the uh, you know beauty of nature and uh, the peace of mind that mindfulness brings. So we will actually talk about peace of mind as one of the benefits of mindfulness 
uh, and since this is you know the new series of our podcast only dedicated on benefits peace of mind probably is one of those that many think about when you think about mindfulness mm. but it's actually even a bit tricky peace of mind in itself what does it mean peace of mind is it uh, just clearing the mind is it not thinking anymore uh, is it uh, just you know snapping your fingers and getting into peace? How to get the peace of mind and what it is? So we are going to learn that. So I welcome you around again to our podcast. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. It's it's just so great to be with you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's good to good to have you again. Maybe catching us up. You know what's uh, what's new, what's exciting since we last met? Because um, I've been hearing and listening to a new project you've been working on. Mm -hmm. Well, um, my first experience with a podcast was being on your podcast. And it was, oh, nice. it was fabulous. <laughs> Just so, so enjoyed being with you both. Enjoyed the experience very much. Um, I like podcasts a lot, it, it, even more so sometimes than watching videos, um, mm -hmm. because it seems I'm able to focus a little bit better if I'm actually it's just my ears, you know, no mm -hmm. matter where my eyes are going, you know, looking at in a field or whatever. But uh, yeah. I, I love the the podcast concept. It, mm -hmm. uh, I pay more attention, it seems like somehow. But uh, since we visited last, um, I've taken my passion for motorcycling uh, and uh, my my interest in mindfulness and my involvement, honestly, with a uh, with a nonprofit organization, a, a benefit and combine that into something I've just really found a passion for and uh, it's something I do part time, you know, obviously, uh, and it's called the Peace Love Moto podcast. So mm -hmm. it's about uh, peace of mind, love for ourselves, love for others and motorcycling where all of that maybe meets. We learned a little bit about, um, you know, kind of what you're doing now and a little bit about your past, but how does how does this all relate to motorcycling? You know, why we understand, I guess the peace and the love, but how do you know, what's the story with the motorcycling? Well, you know, it, honestly, the motorcycling bit is, is just a thread. It could be sailing for all that matter or walking or jogging or running or bicycling. The motorcycling is thing is just a thread, but uh, if it's okay, I can just kind of describe my journey through this and, mm -hmm. and how, how all this came to be. So, I created the Peace Love Moto podcast earlier this year, and I use a statement within it, and I, I say, it's about the peace of mind we seek and sometimes find from the seat of a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm really excited. Uh, you know, I, I used a facility that broadcasts it to these different outlets, so it's it's finding its audience now, slowly. It's it's on uh, uh, Spotify and Spotify. Uh, 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 Apple Podcasts and other things. So it's it's kind of finding its audience. The, my website is peacelovemotor.com. But it seems that I've had a mindful experience while riding motorcycles for many, year, many, many years. Hmm. 50 years, honestly, this year. Um, hmm. 50 years. Happy and so Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, my wife, you know, was kind of an encourager. She said, you'll ever talk about this so much. Why don't you just <laughs> share it with the world and, and we like podcasts so give it a try so i, I kind of figure that out so this is this is kind of how it went uh it starts with my roots it starts with my childhood i was really really lucky um i grew up in a happy family and mom dad and uh, an older sister connie we're connie and ronnie so we we grew up as connie and ronnie so uh you know playtime for us was always outside 
And, um, you know, there it was before computers and daytime TV for kids. So we were outside all the time. And really early on, we got bicycles. And that was where I really, at least for me, I really fell in love with life on two wheels. And, and I was a natural on, on the bicycle. Maybe my parents still talk about it to this day. I could, I could what we call ride a wheelie, where, where it's you, you pop the front wheel off the ground, you balance on the rear wheel. And I could, I could literally go all the way around the block, which I've calculated to be about a quarter of a mile all the way around the block on that rear wheel. So I got, I got pretty good at that. Well, what really, the next phase that changed my life was a movie, actually. Mm -hmm. I was 11 years old. Um, it's really a documentary. And my mother took my friend Jimmy and I to the movie theater. And it was a movie called On Any Sunday. And On Any Sunday, you can still find it today. It's about motorcycle racing, but it's more importantly for me, what I captured from it, it's about the fun of riding. Mm. So where the name comes from is typically here in the U.S. on Sundays is when they have the motorcycle races. So that's on any Sunday. That's kind of where it came from. But it was the, it was the closing scene of that movie that got me. It really got me. Um, people talk about it to this day. Uh, uh, the, the closing scene is three guys. One of them is Steve McQueen, the actor. And the three guys are out on motorcycles and they're out in Southern California and they're riding together out there, just having fun out, out on the dirt, just the three of them working in unison together riding. And what's so cool about it is the filmmaker, um, Bruce Brown, put it to music. So he set that sequence to music and he slowed it down. So it's in slow motion of mm -hmm. these riders riding together. You can see the smiles in their faces. And he put it to this beautiful song, which is the theme song for On Any Sunday. And that, oh, that really, really stuck with me. So anyway, it was that movie, too, that just turned it on for me where I need, I, I reached out to my mom and dad and said, I really need a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> a miracle. Yeah, miracle. Has, well, enough uh, persuasion. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So a miracle happened. Dad drove me to a place called White's Auto in McKinney, Texas, and they happened to sell little mini bikes there. Mm -hmm. These little little bikes that had lawnmower engines in them, but it was a real engine, you know, three three horsepower. Mm -hmm. And they bought it for me. And next thing you know, I'm I'm out on the trails on that little bike, and it just changed my life. So I was 11 and 12 years old out on that little thing. And I would ride all over the place. And it was back in the day, I guess, parents didn't worry so much about their kids mm. because I would ride that little bike all the way out to a park, which as I calculated later using Google Earth and Google Maps, it was five and a half miles away from my house. Mm -hmm. So even <laughs> as a little kid, I was riding this mini bike, you know, a round trip of 12 miles roughly you know, uh, 10, 10 to 12 miles, uh, and just, just having a ball. And I, I honestly feel like it was as 11 and a 12 year old that I would have a mindfulness moment out on that bike. It was just all about smiles and joy and, and time would stand still for me. You know, when we're, when we're a little kid like that, we don't have all the baggage that we have as an adults. So we don't have the, the worries of, finances and jobs and mm. family obligations. So that's all I had to think about was just, was just being out on that bike. And, and it was great. So over the many years, I got a lot of different bikes, kind of, you know, I grew up with them, 
And uh, when my wife and I married, one of the things that she knew very, very well, I'm a motorcycle rider. So that was accepted that I ride. And so it wasn't any, any argument whether whether I, I should or shouldn't. That's just, so you continue those after the marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, again, to this day, um, <laughs> when I go for a ride today, I honestly, I went for a ride last night. Um, it takes me back to my 11 year old self. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it really does. It takes me back to that, that magic, magic moment. Well, anyway, kind of circling back to the, the whole podcast thing is that I subscribe to quite a number of podcasts that I, that I listen to uh, mm -hmm. many on the topic of motorcycling. And I found lots of podcasts, you know, on adventure riding, world travel, technical specifications on bikes, and even, even, even a couple of drunk guys who get on there, they drink a lot of beer and they talk about motorcycles and stuff, half, half drunk. But I, what I, what I didn't find though, was podcasts about the pure joy of riding. Mm. I didn't find anything that was combining motorcycle with mindfulness, which I felt like, yeah, I'm experiencing this all the time. And then I talked to other people who seem to too. So, you know, again, with the encouragement of my wife, I thought, well, I'll research this and how, how hard is it to start a podcast? And I got the microphone and the earphones and, and I just got started with it. Just, you know, like, like you guys do. And I'm still learning. I'm still learning about it, but I, I got to say, though, it was a year ago that I found a real source of inspiration for my podcast, and it was actually a fundraiser. It's called The Distinguished Gentleman's Ride. Mm -hmm. It actually started uh, about 10, 10, 12 years ago in Australia. And so this is a one day event that's held around the world on the same day. It starts in Australia, goes around the world, mm -hmm. and it raises funds for a nonprofit organization that you may have heard of. It's called uh, the Movember Foundation or No Shave November. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so that's it. And the founder just really felt compelled that if we're going to have this event, let's just focus on just two things. And it's been all these years, it's been focused on these two things contributing to Movember. And that is prostate cancer research, as importantly, suicide prevention. Mm -hmm. And so... I thought, wow, I really get this. I, I, I love, I love this whole thing. Now, this is not a biker event at all. Sometimes you hear about Sturges, which is, you know, not actually not too far from here or people go wild and crazy. It's not, it's not like that at all. And I'm not a biker. It may be obvious to you. I'm not a biker, you might say, but this event is for classic motorcycles for one thing. And it's where you dress up and they use the word dress dapper. And it's for both ladies and gentlemen. It's called mm -hmm. the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, but for ladies and gentlemen. And um, it's not about a motorcycle club. What I think is, is most interesting about it is uh, the underlying current is love and kindness. That's mm -hmm. what it is. It's, it's just very, very clear love and kindness. It's where you can, I, I did, I interviewed the founder on my podcast, Mark Hava, and I told Mark, it, at least for me, it's where you can walk up to a total stranger, give them a hug and say, hello, my name is Ron, you know, do the introduction after that. It's just this, this family. Well, kind of getting back to the name of the podcast and where it all rounds into mindfulness. Peace, love and motto. That's, that's it. You know, again, it's about, 
the peace of mind that we all need. Everybody's looking for it, right? But we all need it. And and uh, it's really, really important. And then the love piece is that you've got to learn to love yourself mm-hmm. through mindfulness, kindness to yourself. Then you're capable and you're equipped to be kind to other people. And whatever that might look like, you know, random acts of kindness is kind of the underlying current in my podcast too. So um, it's been, it's been really fun. I'm still figuring it out. Um, mm-hmm. I've published episode 29 last this past Saturday. And uh, nice. that one was not an interview. It was just me talking. I'd taken a couple of weeks off for a long motorcycle ride that I took with my brother-in-law, but it was about what does kindness look like from the seat of a motorcycle and I shared how I met a stranger along the way. So, so that's that's where I'm at today. Um, I'm so grateful to to IBM and Kendrell for being sponsors of this of this movement and realizing how really important it is to people. There's there's a lot of really as you know there's a lot of hurting people out there mm-hmm. that are getting through work. Um, to survive and then they get back to their life, which maybe not, may not be very good. But, um, uh, I, I just so appreciate you guys driving this and, uh, you know, the, the fact that IBM executives and, and Kindrel executives embrace it too. I'm really, really grateful for that. So, you know, that's, that's where I'm at today. Uh, again, I'm, I'm finding the, finding my audience with the peace, love moto thing, and we'll see where it goes from here. Very nice. Nice story. Thank you, Ron. I, I'm interested in where you spoke that, you know, when you were 11 years old, right, you didn't have any baggage or any, so it, yeah. you were more mindful, right? So how how do you think we can get to that peace of mind uh, when you're not 11 years old, right? When you have yeah. a job, a wife, or kids, or troubles, or whatever the, uh, that is, you know, on you and that you where you want a peace of mind and we say, okay, mindfulness can bring you that peace of mind, but how? What would you say? You know, I, I had an important reminder that happened to me in February. And I spoke mm-hmm. about this on the podcast. It was shortly after I started it. I had an accident here at home and um, I was downstairs in my kitchen uh, making my, my, my coffee like I do every morning. And uh, I, we had, my wife and I had always put ground coffee in a ceramic, an old ceramic container. I've taken it off the shelf a hundred times. So this hundred and one time, I take it off the shelf early in the morning, it slipped. And when I went to grab it, it shattered against the cabinet and formed a perfect knife that I grabbed really tight. Mm-hmm. And I almost severed my little finger. And so I did sever both tendons in my little finger. It was a mess. Uh, rush, getting my neighbor rushed me to the hospital, ended up having surgery, hand surgery the next day. Uh, and then just five weeks after that, while I'm in doing physical therapy, the uh, one tendon the surgeon was able to recover broke and lost control of my finger again, had to have surgery number two. The reason I share all of that is because with the hand injury, especially with my right right hand, well, it'd be the same thing with the left hand for motorcycling, but I couldn't ride for four months. And it was a reminder for me how fast life can change. 
like, you know, you, you think you're cruising along just fine and everything, you've got everything, your ducks are all in a row, everything's lined up and everything. Then something happens where next thing you know, you find yourself in the hospital, you know, or, or it's a, whatever happens to someone, cancer diagnosis, anything like that. Things change really, really fast. So all of that being said, I think where it ties into mindfulness is that you, you need a place to go when things don't line up as you think they're supposed to, whereas life is, is no longer predictable. All of a sudden you're on a different path. But for me, even outside being able to ride my motorcycle, I was still able to follow the guidance that you guys and you, your guests have given all along. Mm -hmm. And that is go get yourself a cup of coffee, go outside, be quiet, watch the birds, watch the squirrels, watch the rabbits, watch things that you don't have anything ever control over. Just like life, we really don't have control, but take all that into account, be right there in that, that very moment, you know what? And you can just take a breath and the world's okay. It, it's still okay. You know? Um, so I, I have learned to uh, lean into mindfulness now, thanks to you guys. And thanks to what IBM, you know, offered, uh, has to offer here. And it's, it's just been really, really helpful. So appreciate it. Yeah. It's fascinating how much, um, I guess what we can call baggage is like all the thoughts and stories and concepts and, you know, my life needs to be like this or my life was like that. And if you just, it's not that you have to drop it or let it go. I mean, we're, we're personas, we have goals and memories and things, but it's about like you're saying, Ron, just shifting attention to here and now, mm -hmm. just connecting with this present moment, the birds, the coffee, you know, what's happening in the moment. And that's, that's that peace of mind, right? It's that, that presence that comes with peace. Mm. And, and kind of the, the question I had is, you know, often when you think mindfulness, you think slowing down, <laughs> yeah. you think yeah. pausing, being very still, and you're going on, you're on a motorcycle, you know, going very <laughs> fast. How, how's that, you know, aligned to peace of mind, to connecting with presence and all that? It's magical. You know, I, I, I don't know how to describe it very well. Uh, I guess part of it, again, like I mentioned, it takes me back to my little 11 year old self. And, uh, but the other piece of it though, is, is kind of interesting. I've, I've had opportunities here and there to take long trips. And at the beginning of the trip, I'll often have in my earbuds, in my helmet, and I'm listening to whatever, Led Zeppelin <laughs> or whatever. Uh, but by the end of that day or within by the second day, I don't, I don't use them anymore. I'll take out mm -hmm. the earphones. And then, you know, after a while, don't, I don't hear the wind anymore. And then I don't hear the engine anymore. And it's like, instead of me moving through the world, the world's moving past me mm -hmm. and it's weird. It, it's weird like that. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful and stuff. And then, then you stop to get off the bike and think, Oh man, <laughs> I've been sitting in the same place for a long time, but that's a good thing though, because my mind is just, at least for me, after years of riding and being very comfortable on bikes, um, it's just a beautiful thing. It's just like a gift that's, it's giving back to me that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you, I mean, when you, I'm not going to motorbike, I'm going wide with the mountain bike myself, right? Mm -hmm. 
but you know, I, uh, I, I, all those, you know, when you go for hours and hours in on your bicycle, right in the mountains, uh, I, I'm you're not don't really have kind of the time to look at the mountains, except if you stop. But while you're going, everything is passing on the sides. It's blurred, right? You just focus on what is in front. So you focus on you, on your body, where are the hands, on the balance, on the, you know, on new biking. So, and so that, that actually is an awareness that brings you, it's like you focus on your breath to me and breathing in and out. And there is no space for anything else. There is no space for thoughts and troubles and issues. There is just you and going, right? Yeah. And that's where I... I think, you know, the peace comes in. It's like in the fact that your brain cannot focus on two things at the same time. Uh, and when you focus on one, like motorbiking or your breath, that brings peace, right? Absolutely. Yeah, well said. Yeah. I guess the, you know, the, the, the difference with sort of motorcycling, in particular when you're on a, a straight road, right, in a large open area, Cause it's a little different when you're, you know, going through windy roads mm -hmm. and there's lots of traffic and things like that. But yeah, you can just, just kind of sit in place. You know, you don't have to worry so much about mm -hmm. the balance and traffic and other things. And you could even have, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Ron, this even like open awareness where you do have the moment to just like look around and soak this in. And you're like, wow, you know, I'm, mm -hmm moving through time and space and yet there's this this stillness this this connectedness with with everything exactly exactly uh from my understanding we're actually safer riders when we're in that moment well, mm. you know it, it's not like we're turning off the world it's, it's more like we're just very much in tune mm. with things going on and uh yeah. yeah i love that state yeah and how does this maybe translate to to your work you know to your typical day when you're not on the bike oh i i need it you know uh if if i get a few minutes extra at lunch um i'll go out for a little spin <laughs> sometimes you know just 15 15 20 minutes and i have a little loop that i go and ride but mm -hmm. i'll go and do that and i'll come back and it's really really helpful i come back with a new fresh idea of mm -hmm. oh well, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't send this email. Glad I didn't because I need to reword it or, or whatever. And uh, yeah, just that moment away from the screen is, uh, is really, really, <laughs> really, really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, if you'd like, I did put together a mindfulness moment here for about two minutes. If you'd like, I'd be glad to, let's, I'd be let's glad to share that. that. We're just about to ask. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would love to share that with you in the audience. And again, I, I can't thank you enough for what you do, for inviting me here and just for keep keeping driving this within our companies. It's really important. I know it is. Um, so if it's okay, I invite you to close your eyes and to take a deep breath. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. The sun has come up and it's a warm morning. You open your garage to find a beautiful motorcycle sitting there that you've been so proud of. 
that you take real, really good care of, but it's sitting there just still and quiet and it's leaning against its stand. It's waiting for something. It's, it's waiting for you. It's clean and well-tuned and it's ready for you to bring it to life. So you put on your riding gear so that you'll be safe and comfortable for the day and you throw your leg over the bike, you turn the key, you press the button and that beautiful machine comes to life just for you. And after a few moments allowing the engine to warm up, you pull in the clutch with your left hand, you push down your foot, your left foot to put it in first gear and you twist the throttle with your right hand just a little bit and together you begin to move. And out on that peaceful road, you progress your bike through the gears to second and third and fourth until you've reached a comfortable speed. And then you feel the wind, you hear the wind sound and you hear the sound of that well-tuned engine. But after some time, you no longer feel the wind anymore. You're still going, but you don't feel the wind anymore. You no longer hear the engine anymore. And instead, you feel yourself moving through a landscape. And it feels like you're not moving at all, but rather the, the landscape is moving toward you and past you. Things in the distance draw near, then peacefully pass. The world around you is presenting itself to you while you just observe it passing by. And in the next moment, something magical happens. The motorcycle beneath you disappears while you're still moving peacefully in silence. And it's at that point that everything in the world for you is good. You have arrived at a state of mindfulness. You have reached what everybody's looking for, peace of mind. And for that, we are very, very grateful. So again, guys, I, I thank you for this opportunity. Again, thank you for what you do. Uh, it's, it's really been important for me. And, and I know it's touched a lot, of, uh, a lot of heads and hearts out there. So, so thank you so much for everything. Thank you, Ron, and um, yeah, thank, thank you for starting you, the part the podcast and you know affecting so many lives and the event you organized with your you know son and wife recently. Please listen to that episode if you haven't already. Our listeners uh, continue the great work, and I'm enjoying our growing partnership. So thanks a lot, Ron, also for being and doing what you do. Oh yeah, thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Laley. Thank you both. You're you're good guys. <laughs> it's great to be with you. So, and thank you everybody as well for coming here with us in this ride, right? In the ride of the Mindfulness Podcast. Hope you enjoyed. I hope the motorbike disappeared below you and so that you are... I'm not getting off. I'm staying on. <laughs> stay mindful. Uh, and uh, Ron, come back again with another for another ride with us. You're always welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, talk to you, listen to you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.